Welcome to episode three of The Shortage. Last week, we discussed some of the effects the pandemic has had on blood donation and the national blood shortage. However, there has been a blood shortage in the U.S. long before the pandemic started. On today's episode, we will discuss the differences men and women have when donating blood. To start, men and women as groups have different motivations for donating blood, as found in a study conducted by Marco Bani and Barbara Gusiani, who published their article titled Gender Differences in Giving Blood in the U.S. National Library of Medicine and National Institutes of Health. What they discovered was that women are motivated to donate for altruistic purposes, and men are motivated for individualistic reasons. What this means is that the expectations society has for men and women influence their rationale behind donating. Women being altruistic feel more strongly about the humanitarian aspects of blood donation and how they're going to give back to their community. Women also feel a stronger push from friends and family to donate. Most men, on the other hand, donate for individualistic reasons, meaning they fear failing others' expectations of them. Interestingly enough, the World Health Organization reports that only 33% of the world's donations are given by women. And these statistics come from the WHO Global Database on Blood Safety. Not only does society influence the factors for men versus women when they decide to donate, but the genders face different biological restrictions as well. To get more insight into men's motivation for donating and the advantages men can have when donating, I will be interviewing my dad. Our first guest for today is my dad, Seamus McMakin. The first question I have for you today is, have you ever thought about donating blood before? Uh, yes, I've thought about it, donating blood before. Uh, my father always donated, but I never have. And I always said, oh, I would like to do it someday, but... Up until this point, I haven't, I haven't done so. And can you tell me about your first experience donating blood? Uh, my one and only experience, my first experience was, it was very easy. It was, you download the app, you schedule your appointment, you go in, um, they you fill out a very little paperwork. Actually, you fill it out online before you go there. You go in and you do a couple more things. They do a quick blood test. And then you're on the table and you're running out in maybe an hour or so. But it was way easier than I thought, way quicker than I thought. Um, very easy. And what did you learn about blood donation and would you donate in the future? Uh, what I learned about blood donation is first I, uh, I learned I was uh, O negative, which is the universal blood type. Um, I also learned that for every unit or a unit's a pint of blood for every unit you donate, it saves uh, three lives. Um, and uh, would I donate again? Absolutely. I've already scheduled a follow-up where I'm going to be what's called a power red donation because um, I am O negative. Um, they're in desperate need of that blood type. And the power red, I don't know exactly all the details on it, but it's more enriched um, donation. And it takes a little bit longer, but they're in desperate need for it. And um, so I'm excited to do it. And I, I now plan on becoming a regular donor. Thank you, Dad. 
One of the interesting parts about my dad's blood donation story, if you caught it at the end of his interview, is that he has already signed up for a power red blood donation. This differs from a regular blood donation because your blood is run through a machine that separates the plasma and platelets from the whole red blood cells and returns your plasma and platelets to you. This allows for the donation of two units of red blood cells at once. My dad is fortunate enough where he's able to give this type of donation, but I am unable to. To give a power red blood donation, a male donor must be at least 17 years old, 5'1", and at least 130 pounds. A female donor, on the other hand, must be at least 19 years old, 5'5", and at least 150 pounds. Biologically, it is sometimes more difficult for women to donate due to their size, generally being smaller than men on average, and also due to women having a higher chance of being anemic or having a lower count of red blood cells to donate. In my personal experience donating blood, my size has affected me twice. The first time I donated, the machine had just beeped indicating the end of my blood collection. A few minutes later, a wave of dizziness, nausea, and overheating overwhelmed me, and I nearly passed out. Due to the lower volume of blood I have, I have compared to a 100-pound grown man, the one pint of blood taken will affect my blood pressure more. And due to this um, severe drop in blood pressure, that's why I nearly passed out. The next time I went to donate, for the height I gave the nurses, I was four pounds underweight to donate for my age. My friend Allison has also had similar experiences to me when she was doing blood herself. So Allison, could you tell me about your first experience donating blood? Um, well, it was pretty good, um, but it didn't, didn't end quite well. Uh, my iron levels were just too low, but not by much. So um, I knew I still wanted to donate. So I, it's, I mean, it's just tough when you're, I think like for girls our age, it's the average is your, your blood iron levels are just going to be really low. So I just ate spinach, beans, and quinoa for like three weeks straight and then donated the next time. And they were, you know, satisfactory iron levels. So I was able to donate and learn my blood type and get my COVID antibody tests. And it was pretty nice. Thank you for sharing your experience, Allie. Allie has faced many barriers on her way to donation, like low red blood cell count and passing out. <laughs> However, I'm very proud that she stuck through it and that she was determined to save lives. Women are not just the only ones who are targeted with specific screening questions. A person who is biologically male who has had sex with another man within the past three months is unable to donate blood. This is one of the most controversial parts of the screening process. This discriminatory protocol has been put in place by the FDA, who generates the screening questions for blood donation in the United States. This question stems from the 80s during the HIV and AIDS outbreak, with the FDA hoping that this question will prevent contaminated blood from being collected. In 2015, the FDA lifted the ban on bisexual and gay men and their blood donation and so they are able to donate for the first time ever. However, they stated that they could not have had sex with a man in the past 12 months, a rule which has changed to just three months in April 2020. And when I say just three months, this is still a very long amount of time, and the Human Rights Campaign also agrees with me. 
So the human rights campaign, they believe that this protocol is extremely outdated and also is discriminatory. Not to mention, our country could definitely use this blood as we are in a serious blood shortage. The human rights campaign continues to fight for the complete elimination of these questions, allowing more people to become eligible blood donors. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of The Shortage as we investigated gender in regards to blood donation. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we will learn more about the public's knowledge about blood donation.